Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Pastor Bill, thanks for being here. I mean, whether it was your trip to Ukraine, whether you were standing up for you know the young women in in Africa, girls in Africa, as as well mm-hmm. as Afghanistan under assault, and I know recently you were in D.C. with Ennis Cantor. You have so much going on. Yeah, God bless you, Dawn, and thank you just for the opportunity to update you. And we are, uh, my whole family, great fans of 1210 and great fans of you. And, uh, of course, your uh, beloved husband that I was on with last week. And, of course, uh, everyone else there uh, at WPHT. So thank you. And uh, actually, I'm just getting in a seven-hour drive from Martha's Vineyard, of all places, Dawn. <laughs> you know, the You're People's everywhere. Republic of Martha's Vineyard. Uh, I, I have a number of people up there that uh, support the work I do in Africa, Central Asia, and the Middle East, taking care of little girls and, and women that are at risk uh, for FGM, female genital mutilation, and child marriage at the age of 11 and 12 working in a Stone Age community in a place called East Pakat, which is 12 hours north of Nairobi. We're building schools there in order to get these uh, young girls educated and uh, to deliver them from FGM and from child marriage. Major problem, but in the six years that I've been working there, that's one of the 18 war zones I go to. And as you mentioned, Ukraine, we've been able to, thanks be to God, drop the FGM and child marriage rate from 99% down to 50%. So, you know, that's what I'm uh, all about is making a difference. And I know we're going to talk about the Mark Houck case and that's uh, coming up tomorrow in the jury selection. So, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to make a difference in that. So thank you. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. So what were you in? I'll have to tweet this out because you had sent me uh, one of the young ladies who you just talked about. And this is, you know, fighting what you were talking about, the violence and oppression, suppression to African girls. And her name is Alhiri Grace. What a pretty name. Alhiri, am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Alhiri Grace, a beautiful young lady who graduated. So, I mean, you're all over the place. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of people, (laughs) I know people are always like, give me Pastor Bill's information. I want to donate. And so I always want to say it's it's Ukraine. It's helping you know empower these girls to just be able to get an education in in, in Africa or Afghanistan. And then you were yeah. in D.C. with Ennis Cantor. What what was happening there? Yeah, well, Ennis Cantor Freedom. Um, he changed his name, That's as right. many of your listeners know. 
and its freedom. And uh, every year, in fact, this is coming up next week because we've changed the date. I am part of a uh, organization. It's really just a collection of people that are doing religious freedom around the world. And it's called the International Religious Freedom Roundtable. I'm part of a steering committee in Washington, D.C. So we have non-governmental organizations. We have State Department people on this committee. We have uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, congressional called USERF, the, the uh, U.S. Commission on International Reli- Religious Freedom, which is on the, uh, on the congressional side, not on the executive side. Uh, or the State Department side. So uh, not to get down in the weeds here, Don, but uh, I go to meetings every Tuesday. We get on the call. We discuss uh, on the average of about 30 countries a a week that everyone reports on. I report on all the 18 places I'm going, not every call, but two or three countries like uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken dropping, dropping, the uh, terror designation off the nation of Nigeria. You know, it's killing fields for uh, on Christians in Nigeria. Every day, every week, I get an email of yet another Catholic priest, Christian pastor, uh, a, a town or a village overrun by Boko Haram terrorists. And they typically, just what happened last Sunday, a week ago Sunday, one of my priest friends, they went to kill him. And he went into the rectory, into the parish house, and they said, well, we're not going to shoot him. And the reason they don't shoot is because they're trying to save their bullets. So they barricaded the door, set the rectory on fire, and burned it to the ground with my uh, fellow colleague priest inside. And so when a year ago, when Anthony, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, when he dropped Nigeria from what's called the CPC list or country of particular concern, we were all like, Secretary Blinken, what in the world are you doing? And so that type of craziness continues at the State Department, even though there are a great number of very good people at the State Department that are equally as upset about dropping of the designation of Nigeria as a terror nation. And you know where it goes down to, Don? We want their oil. Nigeria is an oil exporting country. So in, in order to ignore the persecution of African Christians, uh, this administration will say, well, you know, we're, we want them to be our friends. We want their oil. So we're going to turn a blind, blind eye to the killing of innocent children and women by the Boko Haram terrorists. One of the ways that they also kill pastors there, and this is graphic, but they lash them to a tree and then hack them, the Boko Haram terrorists, hack the pastors, the priests to death with a machete. So these are the areas that I go into to bring uh, relief, to bring uh, healing, and also to bring money and to rebuild churches. I've now rebuilt a couple of churches that were destroyed by terrorists in Nigeria, rebuilt one that was blown up in Sri Lanka. And uh, so, yeah, we... Just I'm all over the place. I have a great team, and, and, and we're all volunteers. Nobody gets a paycheck from widows and orphans or from redeemed. If people want to see what we do, they can go to widowsandorphans.info. So I I do run the Danger Dawn. That's mm-hmm. where yeah. That's where I live. Uh, that's where God has called me. And 
People were, were very open. We're transparent. We don't raise a lot of money. Uh, we probably, our budget's around $300,000 a year. No government money. But we, because we, we don't pay any salaries for my team of, we have about 20 people on the team. Because we don't pay salaries or benefits, everybody's a volunteer. Every penny can go into helping trafficked young girls by Islamic State in Iraq and in Kurdistan. And uh, there were 6,000 young Yazidi and Christian girls that were taken back in 2014. Those that I helped personally to rescue, they were returned to Iraq and their entire family's dead. If you can imagine that, these 14, 15, 16-year-old girls. So uh, widows and orphans, uh, .info, people can go there and if they want to invest in some of these little girls, whether it's building schools in Africa uh, cash assistance. I, I just did a what I call a trauma healing Jesus gathering in northern Nigeria, brought in 25 widows, Dawn, if you can imagine this, who had all seen in their before their very eyes their husbands beheaded by Islamic terrorists. Oh, God. And they march in, the terrorists march into a village. Uh, they call out the Christians or, you know, identify where the Christians are living, and they go in and they ask the husbands and the children to deny Jesus. And if they don't, then their heads are taken off. And so I was able to go and gather 25 widows who had experienced that tragedy in their lives and hear their stories, uh, film them for a film we're producing. And then at the end of the three days that we heard all these stories, Dawn, we were actually able to give each of these uh, just broken women uh, a cash assistance grant of $500, and that will last them for, you know, food and rent and other necessities they have in their lives now that their husbands have been murdered because of their faith in Jesus. I mean, and that $500 for them goes a long way. And is, is yeah, it'll last them a year. Sure. Yeah. Yes. So tell me, I just tweeted out your picture with Ennis Cantor as we talked to Pastor Bill Devlin Tell me um, about, I know uh, you're going to be out there, I think Kathy Barnett, our own Dom Giordano. Tell us about the peaceful demonstration that will be outside CJC that's being planned for tomorrow. Right, and let me just add about Ennis Freedom. Uh, Met him at this International Religious Freedom Conference in D.C., which, by the way, we're we're having again January 31st and February 1st, and he's going to be one of the speakers along with a number of other people that – your listeners would recognize. And so if people want to uh, go to that, it, there is a cost, obviously, and uh, they can, again, contact me through widowsandorphans.info. Uh, and that's to meet Ennis Freedom and this courageous man who's going up against the NBA and, and the country of Turkey. I mean, you know, that's what we need today, uh, Don, and that helps me to segue the Mark Howe case we need women and men of courage, uh, women like you who are courageous that bring these issues up before your listeners on 1210, as Dom does, as Rich does, as other hosts do. And we, we need women and men of courage. So, you know, here's Mark Houck. Tomorrow will be jury selection beginning at 9.30 a.m. We're holding a press conference. Myself, Dom Giordano will be there, uh, uh, others that are active in supporting Mark Houck, this faithful Roman Catholic man who's been in ministry for 20 years, heading up an organization called the King's Men. 
helping men that are addicted to pornography. It's a Catholic apostolate. Many of your listeners will understand that. He's married to Ryan Marie. They got seven kids, all under 15. And a few months back, the FBI shows up with uh, guns drawn, SWAT team, 17 vehicles. And we found out even a Pennsylvania State Trooper vehicle. How did that happen? And they're raiding Mark House home scaring his children, uh, they've been in counseling for that trauma, uh, scaring his wife, uh, all because of a case that even our own district attorney dropped the charges against Mark Houck. So the U.S. attorney for the Civil Rights Division uh, has brought this case against Mark Houck under the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrance Act, which is an act going back to the Clinton era back in 1993, but it's selective prosecution. Like you were saying, Don, mm-hmm. almost 300 Catholic churches have been desecrated, yes. attacked, uh, d- destroyed, portions of the church, windows broken. Not one arrest, not one prosecution. And yet Mark Houck, who was mentioned on the floor of the United States House of Representatives last week by yes. Congressman Jim Jordan, talking about the weaponization of the Department of Justice, the weaponization of the FBI. Why why are you going after Mark Houck, who is a faithful, uh, church-attending, Roman Catholic layperson, seven children? And so tomorrow, jury selection starts at the federal building at 9.30 a.m. I'll be there at 11 a.m. We're coming back downstairs and at 11 a.m., and, and we're inviting all of the listeners here, 11 a.m., 6th and Market, outside the federal courthouse. And it's, it's not a protest. It's what we call a prayerful presence and a public witness bringing attention to the fact that this is, you talk about persecution. Now, this is selective prosecution by the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, Yes, and just, and just to update everybody, this man, father of seven, as you said, married man with father of seven, faces 11 years in prison for this yeah. for this federal situation. He's pleaded innocent to this, but I have to point out the federal indictment, it, which came more than a year after the incident, claims that he yeah. shoved a clinic patient. This was during some kind of a, a verbal altercation because why? The, the gentleman who he was pushing away or trying to get away was putting his face in, in his son's face, the 12-year-old son, correct? I mean, that's... Correct, this- yeah. Uh, the gentleman was not a, a patient, was what they call a clinic escort. And so, yeah, this, this gentleman was harassing Mark's house minor son, and Mark said, you know, look, stop doing this. And pushed him away, whether the guy fell or not. But the, the, the point is, even District Attorney Larry Krasner, yeah, and I think because there was such weak evidence, yes. <laughs> refused to prosecute Mark Houck on on state, uh, city and state criminal charges. But yet, Kristen Clark, who's the head of the Civil Rights Division for the U.S. Department of Justice, she is a bare knuckle, bare fisted 
fighter against all manner of Christian faith and particularly, Dawn, mm-hmm. pro-life people. So Mark Houck has now become the poster child of this weaponization of the Department of Justice, but there's 26 other people around the U.S. who are probably going to be serving long prison sentences. And, you know, Christians should be used to jail, <laughs> Dawn. We've been in, in and out of jail because of righteousness' sake. Uh, going back to the time of our Lord, who was in prison, along with John the Baptist, Peter, James, and John, and Paul the Apostle. But you even think of Dr. King. Uh, Dr. King went to the Birmingham jail because of his stand for righteousness, and yet he was publicly criticized as a rabble-rouser, as an outside agitator. And But, you know, we, we like to say we serve the greatest outside agitator of all time, and that would be Jesus, because he came from heaven to earth. So you talk, you talk about an outside agitator, Don. But we're, and the, the, the people that should be speaking up for Mark Houck are not. Yeah. And this is at a, at a pro-life gathering that yeah. um, I was at on Friday at the Warminster abortion facility. I, I said, where's the Catholic hierarchy on this? Yes. Where, where, where's the Catholic hierarchy saying, you know, Mark Houck is innocent, He's a faithful Catholic. His wife is both sides of the family. His wife, Ryan Marie. I, I talked to uh, Mark Houck's mother-in-law the other day. And, and these people, you know what they're saying, Don? They're saying God's will be done. Mark Houck is saying, look, if they find me guilty, which we hope they don't, because we have two great lawyers, Peter Breen and Brian McMonagall, who's the number one criminal defense yes. attorney in all of Philadelphia. So, their their attitude is, you know, God, your will be done. If I go to prison, I'm speaking as if I were Mark Houck, uh, I'll go to prison. If I get released, great, I can continue my ministry. So uh, we're, we're really praying for the hearts of the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, and we're praying for the hearts of the U.S. Attorney who heads up the Civil Rights Division in D.C., a, a person by the name of Kristen Clark, and she has been actively engaged in this prosecution of pro-life people. She is called Pregnancy Help Centers Predatory. And think about this. We've already had in Philadelphia a murder a day since January 1st. I think I'm around there, right, Dawn? So why, why is the federal government using resources to prosecute selectively a faithful pro-life Christian leader, and when are we going to stop all the gun violence in Philadelphia? So it's a misdirection, a misallocation, a misapplication of federal resources that they're going after this. And yet the the 300 Catholic churches that have been desecrated by pro-abortion, Antifa activists, no prosecution, no arrest. So your, your listeners should be fully awake to this that this is going on in their backyards and that we invite them to come 11 a.m. tomorrow, Tuesday, January 24th at the federal courthouse, 6th and Market. It's a public witness for Mark Houck. We hope Archbishop Nelson Perez shows up. Uh, We know that he knows about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, also other members of the Catholic hierarchy should be there. You know, on some issues, the Catholic hierarchy, and I say this is a non-Catholic, who's advocating for Mark Houck, 
they're willing to speak out on all kinds of issues, right? Like, you know, open immigration, open borders. The National Conference of Catholic Bishops is very activistic in that. But where are they when it comes to Mark Howe? And that's the cry of our hearts is that the men of the Catholic hierarchy, the bishops, the cardinals, the archbishops, the monsignors, they need to stand up for their fellow Catholic, Mark Houck. I'm doing it because Mark has been a friend for 20 years. I've ministered with him. We were, uh, not to get on a segue here, but we were involved with helping to shut down the wing bowl, the debauched wing bowl that many of your listeners know. You know, most people don't know, Don. We actually have to shut that down. So uh, Another claim to fame, right? Uh, yeah, another claim to fame. But, you know, anyway, so come tomorrow, 11 a.m., yeah. there's going to be jury selection beginning at 930. And just come and pray and get updated. And we invite everyone. We welcome everyone even if you disagree with us. So it's a public witness. Mm-hmm. It's a prayerful presence. Myself, 11 a.m. And Don I'll be Giordano, covering it. Yes. Others will be there. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you 24 updates. 24 hours. Don, thank you so much. Well, Pastor Bill Devlin, you do so much in the community. We love you. We're, we're always with you in prayer, and I'll be updating that. But thank you so much for carving the time out and bringing us all these important updates, not just locally in our area, but across America and worldwide. Pastor Bill Devlin, thank you so much. We appreciate you. All right. God bless, Dawn. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 